And welcome back to the Cinemated World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our top 10 best movies of 2023 show. Before we get started, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemated World team. First, we have from the Box Office Report show, we have Larry back from the worst of the year list. Welcome back, Larry. Started at the bottom, now we're here. Hey. <laughs> Uh, it's very good to have you here, and uh, we are also joined from uh, Film Posers. We have Josie. Josie, hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And lastly, we are joined from the Cinemania Live show. We have Hannah, Hannah Louise, the fifth. Hello. Hey. It's very good to have you here. All right, everyone. A couple of disclaimers. Uh, this, this show is supposed to be out on, like, Friday. I got awfully sick, still kind of am, but I'm pulling through. Um, it is like, it's December 31st, 8 o'clock my time, Eastern time, when we are doing this. So yes, Happy New Year's to everyone. Uh, 2023 was absolute dogfire for me. So uh, the only thing exciting for me this year is that I got a cat. It sucked. It was a bad year. <laughs> it was awful. It was just awful. But congrats um, on the cat that you kick out whenever we're going to record. <laughs> yeah, Larry. <laughs> Larry be feeding her on because she'd be screaming. I'm telling Larry on like <laughs> box office shows, she'd be screaming, like trying to get back in the room. I'm like, no. She's our co host. <laughs> Listen, Rosie, she stopped being a puppy and she stopped whining and crying whenever we were on the show and she wasn't our co-host on live anymore. So now Olive has taken her place. That was like 2020 was like always, oh my oh. God, Hannah, <laughs> Hannah's pet. Larry too. Larry's dog Ooh. is something. Just, just, oh my God. Dory. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so another disclaimer, too, is that, listen, I am not like Larry. Larry what? has seen 3,000 movies this year. I cannot fathom, okay? I have not seen everything. So if you're like, Dwayne, where the fuck is Zone of Interest, dude? I ain't watch it yet, brother, okay? There's a lot of movies on this, on this like, from the year that I just <laughs> did not get to, okay? The Color Purple, Wonka, shit. Fuck! I did not get to a lot Ooh. of movies. Okay, I didn't watch John Wick four until like two weeks ago. So did wow. I. <laughs> so, wow. so like well, spoiler listen, alert: the two I'm, of us who have seen the Zone of Interest, it's not on our list. So, <laughs> so Same. I'm not as bad yeah. as Hannah though. Hannah got like twenty movies on this thing, <laughs> but <laughs> I have fifty, fifty three. <laughs> but I am not like I can't. I Larry being that thing like five times a week. Oh God bless God. him. I, I just, just realized I'm on here with Dwayne and Hannah. Those two lists oh God, are about to be a <laughs> Oh, they about to be nasty. Well, listen, oh, listen, oh, listen. listen. God. Nah, I just want to say, me and oh, Dwayne, shit. when we watch movies during the year, we actively seek out movies that we think that we're going to like. That's facts. We try not to watch <laughs> movies that we think we're either going to be disappointed with or we're just straight no, out not no, going to no. like. Larry, Dwayne on the other hand. Dwayne <laughs> literally made himself watch Winnie the Pooh just last week. Yeah, but that's like, that's because I knew that thing was going to be like. Why? Because Larry, I wanted to like, I wanted to add it to my shitty list. slasher though. That's facts. That's fair. Um, but like, nah, nah, she right though, Larry. Come on now. Cause like I mean... they just watch <laughs> Alex, Alex's worst list. 
I was just baffled by some of them. I was like, Alex, you don't have to watch these stuff. You just don't. (laughs) You just got to disclaim though. If Hannah would have been on that worst list, hers would have been even worse than Alex because she posted it in like the group chat, and we're like, "What are these?" Oh yeah, I will say, I will say, I take pride in being the one on the team to watch the movies that nobody else has heard of. I will sit down and watch something that Hannah's the streaming queen. The rest of us kind of like are. Maybe I watch a streaming movie here. There, Hannah watches the streaming. She's on it for the little rom-coms and shit they post randomly that nobody even knew existed hannah's on it that's why i just feel like sometimes y'all need to just do something else i don't know read a read a book something but um yeah so that's my other disclaimer another disclaimer before we start is that film is is very subjective okay so if your faves are not here don't be weird about it you know what i mean i literally saw somebody on twitter like Oh my god, if you drop a top 10 this year and like Oppenheimer's not there, what are we doing? Bro, who cares? Who cares? All right, it, it does not matter. Your life is not going to change if Opp- Oppenheimer is, is on my top 10, to be clear. But if it wasn't, who cares? I can tell you what's not on my, my top 10 killers of a flower, or whatever the fuck. That shit ain't here, bro. <laughs> that shit's not here, bro. So, I mean, let's have fun. Let's go through these lists because I know, you know, my list is going to be crazy compared to like Larry's, compared to Josie's, compared to Hannah's. So, and Mine vice versa. It's about to be wild. When he lists off these honorable <laughs> mentions, maybe even actual top 10, y'all be ready because there's a mess that I know Dwayne has up oh, around this top me, 10. Let me finalize. The none two a little bit too low. Hold on now. Let's see. Let me finalize mm-hmm. some of this. No, I think, I think we good. My top 10 is good. And Hannah be ready. Be ready, Hannah, because I know you don't like some of the movies in my top 10. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get going. I don't even like some of the ones in my top 10 either. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get going. My, my mic might be muted a lot for coughing, but I have a, I have my matcha and we Gucci. My oh, cat's not here. Bish. Okay. So, you know, my cat's with Dana at her parents. So uh, let's get it, I guess. And let's go into some honorable mentions. I will start... With you, Larry, some of your honorable mentions of 2023. Yeah, so for honorable mentions, I'm going to do movies that didn't make my top 10, but I think need like a little bit of shine. Maybe they weren't being talked about enough, and I think that people should watch them if they haven't. I'm going to kick that off with Cassandro, which is on Prime Video, starring Gael Garcia Bernal, who delivers one of the best lead actor performances of the year that nobody's talking about. But it was a really impactful queer Latino story that I loved. The Boy and the Heron, the latest from Studio Ghibli. There was just so much great animation that unfortunately that one didn't make my list. Of an Age, this beautiful Australian gay, like kind of sad romance. You know, I love me a gay, sad romance, y'all. And Of an Age (laughs) did it for me. Uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, I could not not mention this movie on my honorable mentions. It's not quite top 10, but y'all know I adored it. Finally, I'll do my final ones. Polite Society, this really fun, inventive action comedy that I wish more people were talking about and watched. So good. Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. This beautiful coming-of-age story that for a long time is really high on my list. I just couldn't quite keep it there. And finally, I will mention 
the holdovers this really oh that didn't make it great um film with some great performances i have some others that are higher than some of these on my list that Mm -hmm. y'all might love but yeah there's there's gonna be some missing from my list including that one Dwayne mentioned in the early thing oh yeah oppenheimer is not in my top 10 what sorry what are we doing? With our Larry lives? is such an Oppenheimer anti. It's Larry. so sick. Ops <laughs> didn't make it in. Oops. Um, all right, let's go to you, uh, Josie. Any honorable mentions? How many are we getting? Just do. I mean, whatever. You, uh, listen, I, my you my full list. A million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my my full. I'm list, gonna go with five. Do whatever you want. Honestly, my full list. Like after ten, I have like thirty movies here, but I'm not okay. gonna say all of them. But just do do whatever you want. I'm going to do the same thing that Larry did because there are a lot of films that unfortunately (laughs) were scattered around my 2023 ranked, but despite them not being in my top 10, they have stayed with me and I admire them so much. So first off, I'm going to mention is El Conde on Netflix by Paolo Larraín. I thought it features the best cinematography of the year and I'm so sad it's not getting the love it deserves. Uh, Red, White, Royal, Blue also deserves its flowers. Yeah, gonna what? gonna gonna accompany you there. Also, I wasn't gonna mention this one, but you know what? Scream Six. Yes, honestly, that latter scene has stayed with me, and I think it's let's one of it. my favorite scenes this year. Say it again. Uh, for Hold on, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> Radical with Eugenio Derbez, which I saw at Sundance. I thought that was such a beautiful movie, so heartfelt, and I wish again he were getting more love. Which the same with Cassandro, uh, Gal Garcia Bernal. You deserve more. You were the best actor of the year. Uh, Polite Society also. I love this movie. I adore it. Please, we need a best stunt category. Because this movie and John Wick Chapter 4 deserve all the stunt love. Uh, Blue Beetle. I like Blue Beetle. I'm biased. Director is Puerto Rican. (laughs) I'm biased. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was 60% of it was shot in Puerto Rico. I'm biased. And Hitman, even though it's officially going to come out next year, but I saw it this year at Neff. I really loved it. I wish I could rewatch it at the blink of an eye. It's so good. Look forward to that next year. Look, now that two of us brought it up, I just got to say, y'all can skip the trip to the theater without anyone but you. Stay home and watch Red, White, and Royal Blue. It is the superior oh, R-rated steamy rom-com of 2023, okay? Oh, Lord. Um, it really is. Their chemistry was better. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, Hannah, you have any honorable mentions? Let's get it. Let's right, go, Hannah. I <laughs> I'll do five. Um, That's it? Yeah. Y'all yeah. being too polite, man. I don't know. I said five, and then I kept. Hannah going. only watched ten <laughs> movies. She can only do hell. Oh, to hell. Anyway, <laughs> um, my first one is gonna be Don't Boo. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be Five Nights at Freddy's. I loved Five Nights what? at Freddy's. I have. No. So no. I'm not gonna boo because, because you're so right. You're so no. right. This Thank is, you. I need a shook. I crazy. think it is very well made, and I think it's yes. so camp and so That's fun. Yes, and I had a ball. <laughs> I love yes. it. Yeah. Thank you, Josie. Let's go <laughs> with you too, Hannah. It's not that happy for you. me, but fun. Thank you. That's okay, crazy. I was gonna, I was gonna mention it too. So thank you for doing it for us <laughs> that weren't brave welcome. enough. Yo, that's crazy. 
I was Fuck fighting Dwayne on the worst show because Dwayne had that on his worst list, and Let's me and Tyler were trying to defend poor exactly. Five Nine. Oh, exactly. Dwayne's not a serious man. Anyway. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> Wait, Josh uh, Hutcherson is my favorite Scream Queen. You're so real, and you're so right. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. The final boy of all time. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, red, White, and Royal Blue. Yeah. I'm going to have to co-sign. I loved it. It was so fun. I thought it was so just, like, sweet and romantic, and we don't get these kind of movies anymore, I feel like. So this made me happy. Um, 13, don't boo. It's Bo's Afraid. I fucking loved Bo's Afraid. Oh. It was everything to me. Ari Astro, you were so hey. loved to me. Remember when I said film was subjective? I think I lied. <laughs> <laughs> also, Patty Lapone, I'm going to get you that Best Supporting Actress nomination. Um, number 12, yeah. I got Knock at the Cabin. I loved it. Sorry, Larry. That was on Larry's worst. I'm so yeah. sorry. I love M. Night Shyamalan. I'm always going to stand ten toes behind him, and this is another movie where I am doing so. Um, Lucky, I'm just glad it fell out of your actual top ten. Thank God. Very close. It was... It was almost in the top 10. Uh, and then my final one, uh, Talk To Me. I love Talk To Me. It mm. was like yeah. maybe my favorite theater experience uh, this year. I had yeah. a ball watching it. And they're next to Dwayne. Definitely my most surprising. Yeah, She I was, kept shaking. I was like, Hannah, stay still. You know, I was so in it. Like, I was locked in. Um, it was just also just, I was so surprised by how much I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, remember when they popped up and scared the hell out of Dwayne? <laughs> Yo, why are we really And we caught him on 4K and he was hollering in that room holding that hand. And me and Kayla. Tell me why. Tell me why. Kayla, <laughs> Kayla, that that experience thing after talk to me, Kayla left. And then when we got upstairs, they were like, oh, it's only one person per per like experience. And Hannah bounced. I Hannah said, was Hannah. like, oh, you can go ahead of me. That's what she said to me. You go, okay, you go first. And then and she I just, did. and then she <laughs> ran around the corner and said, no, I'm not doing it now. And thank God I did. <laughs> oh, Dwayne coughing his lungs out. No, I'm here. Actually, my mic was just muted. My oh. um, I said I have a lot of honorable mentions. Um, I'm not gonna say all of them, of course, but I have talked to me here. I have Barbie. I gotta give love to Megan from the beginning of the year. Evil Dead yes. Rise. Yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Sorry, Hannah, I didn't make it on my list, but I uh, made it on my honorable. What else? Um, <laughs> Anatomy of a Fall. I did love Asteroid City. Namona. Um, oh. I see Larry mm-hmm. been championing Namona uh, for award season. It's been sadly been getting shut out. Um, no. The Holdovers, of course. Polite Society. Uh, Thanksgiving, because that was just a slasher masterpiece for me. I have Sanctuary and my honorables. Let's go. Uh, John White Chapter 4. And then. A movie, I had to get one movie on my top 10, but so Godzilla minus one had to get shut out of the top 10, but it's here. Listen, I had to get this movie in my top 10. Okay. Hold on. Oh my God. I just bumped (laughs) Godzilla minus one for that horror movie. Don't worry about it. That horror sequel. I cannot. Don't worry about it, Larry. Larry, don't (laughs) Larry, just let me, let me do my thing. Um, all right. Yeah. That's, that's, those are my honorable mentions. So let's get into our, Number 10 to number 6 uh, films. I will start with you, Larry, again. Your number 10 to your number 6. 
Lord, Dwayne got me shook. I can't believe it's in his proper top 10. I knew honorable mention. I am shook that that movie is going to be in the top 10. Uh, anyway, all right, let's kick things off here. At number 10, I have Suzume, which is an anime from Makoto Shinkai. It's been a great year for animation. You know, you'll see quite a bit of animation in my top 10, actually. Uh, it's beautiful, as always, from Shinkai. I thought Suzume was a great character. It's funny. It's great. I wish the Academy would acknowledge that anime outside of Studio Ghibli existed. Um, so Suzume would have a shot. It doesn't. But I adored it. Then at number nine, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Another amazing animated film (laughs) from 2023. I think, honestly, this is my favorite, like, turtle chemistry of them in film ever. I agree. I agree, actually. Like, they actually felt like a family. They felt like brothers and their chemistry together and interactions were the most authentic I've ever seen in film. The animation style was amazing. We continue to like push the envelope for what animation can do for like storytelling by and large. And I think this is just another case of that. Like put the turtles in animation and look at what (laughs) a much better movie you can make than trying to do a live action. (laughs) Yeah, I think it also speaks to just the post Spider-Verse win, how Mm -hmm. studios are actually allowing Mm -hmm. animators to experiment instead of playing with a cookie cutter formula i like that we're getting this because again puss and boots also followed Mm -hmm. in that place and then this and it's clearly working so i'm happy animators are allowed to play yeah honestly tmnt mutant mayhem may be the funniest movie i saw all year i thought it was hilarious (laughs) and boom And if we had like a soundtrack category specifically, is one of the best soundtracks, one of the best utilized soundtracks of the year. It's just great. It's great all it's around. My fa- it's my favorite Paul Rudd performance by a mile. <laughs> it also it also has one of my favorite character entrances in Superfly. I mean, oh my god. Yes, it's just so yeah. much howling. good. So I much also good love stuff. how the actress from What We Do in the Shadows plays the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw an Iberian film. Might be my favorite uh, voice performance of the year. Oh, Ooh. yeah, yeah, and Ao over here with like her millionth film Yay. appearance of twenty twenty three. Hey, get a girl! All right, number eight. I have a film that's. <laughs> This rollout has actually been baffling to me. I haven't known what's been going on for the past month. It has more coming out next week. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's American Fiction. The oh, yeah, Jeffrey good. Wright satire. I thought for live action might have been the funniest film I saw all year. I was howling throughout. at the. It was the opening film for Denver Film Festival. And I thought it was so funny. Sterling K. Brown, my man, uh, you deserve to be much more in this awards conversation for supporting actor. Uh, but he was amazing. Jeffrey Wright was amazing. I loved <laughs> I loved the like post-woke kind of satire of it all and kind of shining the lens back on us in what's pretty much in you know right in front of our face but we kind of don't acknowledge it all right then at number seven i have past lives um you know me you know i love me a good sad ending 
And that's what past lives gives you. <laughs> and it's not like a devastating ending or like a contrived sadness. It's just a real kind of authentic way for this movie to end. And I think that's what it does so well is just give you, it doesn't Hollywoodize anything. It doesn't, it, it just kind of plays out as you think it should. So I loved past lives, some great performances and Celine song first movie. I mean, get it girl, get it. All right. And then finally at number six, I have all of us strangers. So we're going to do back to back sadness, just depression at (laughs) seven and six. Uh, Another one that ends really sad. This is one that I had to think on afterward. Like when I watched it, as I was watching, I was like, this is really good. But then as I just started like putting together pieces and I don't know, uncovering more of what was really happening, putting together the dots, thinking about it all night, I couldn't stop thinking. That's when I really started to love it. Andrew Scott is the MVP. He's amazing. Claire Foy is fantastic. Obviously, Paul Mescal is great, as per usual. It's a really intricate screenplay about grief told through this kind of fantastical sad lens it just it hit home and it hit hard for me so all of us strangers was my number six um all right let's go to uh let's go to you hannah for your 10 to 6 let's just get okay. this over with man shut yeah. up <laughs> okay <laughs> um my number 10 is I think this is a really great year for blockbusters, and I think Creed 3 started the year off great for that, um, so that's my number 10. Um, I'm just a really big like Creed fan, Rocky fan in general. Um, Creed, the first film, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, even though Ryan Coogler uh, left after that movie, I still think 2 and 3 uh, have been like handed down to people that obviously care about this franchise a lot, and mm-hmm. 3 with Michael uh, B. Jordan taking the reins, and it being his first first film which is crazy to me because he's just so confident behind the behind the camera mm-hmm. um yeah i i love this movie i think it's great um and then number nine is are you there god it's me margaret i loved this movie oh, so bad wait um, a minute <laughs> i'm shook i said that i love this movie shook uh <laughs> rachel mcadams is my dream uh supporting actress nomination this year it's by far like top five favorite performances for me this year um and the movie just in general is just so sweet and i love a good coming of age movie and this is um kelly fremont's second movie i think uh i love the edge of 17 i love this movie her movies are very much just like very rewatchable for me and i can see myself rewatching this a lot mm-hmm. and i already have actually i've watched it three times um <laughs> oh, it's also just like one of the funniest movies of the year and one of the best endings of the year uh i yeah i adore this movie um number eight is spider-man in the spider-verse across the spider-verse sorry spider-man across the spider-verse uh Yes. Listen, 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 listen. Um, <laughs> across the Spider Verse, I loved it. I am so excited for Beyond. I saw it. This is the movie I've seen the most in theaters this year. I think I saw it four or five times in theaters. Um, yeah, we literally left yeah. uh, Comic Con just to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> Midday at Comic Con, we're like, yeah. should we leave and go see Spider Verse? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's one of the most exciting movies of the year, and I also just think it's, like, endlessly rewatchable. Uh, 
great year for animation. Uh, and then my number seven is Nonbu, the killer. <laughs> well, I like the killer though. I liked it. I love the killer. Uh, David Larry Fincher, wasn't you are so I know David Fincher. You are so <laughs> loved by me. Uh, I. This is like so up my alley, and I uh, the way I explained it when I first watched it was it kind of feels like an episode of Dexter, <laughs> and I think that's why I loved it so much. Um, I think Michael Fassbender is great. Uh, it's one of the it's probably the best edited movie of the year, uh, and also I think the Academy has now made the sound category into just one. The sound categories and into just one category but they're still separate this absolutely should have won sound mixing it is incredible um yeah i love this movie uh and then my number six is everyone hold your shocked faces it's a little lower than i think people are anticipating um oppenheimer uh (laughs) yes i know i know i know the ops yeah Mm -hmm. oppie there was just some <laughs> some other movies that moved me more emotionally wow. this year, but Christopher Nolan, I'm still standing ten toes behind you. I love you so bad. This movie is fantastic. Uh, the theater experience was great. Yeah, uh, loved loved Oppenheimer. This is also a movie that one of the few movies that I went and seen more than once in theaters this year. Wow. Um. All right. Let's go to you, uh, Josie. You're ten to six. Okay, I'm scared for my number ten. Um, don't be scared say it out loud my 10th favorite film of the year was wonka oh yes i love it (laughs) (laughs) listen that third act had me weeping weeping and if the movie accomplished that then yeah sure go on my top 10 honestly if you make me cry you are guaranteed most likely a spot on my top 10 of the year you made me feel something, and this movie made me feel something. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> then, completely opposite spectrum. My number nine is the Royal Hotel by Kitty Green, which is about um, two young women that are backpacking across Australia and they run out of money, so they agree to work holiday at the Royal Hotel as barbacks. And yeah, it's about perilous work conditions as women in in whatever setting and men that just make you feel uncomfortable and it's very sinister and i really liked it eight is theater camp yes (laughs) i like theater camp camp isn't home but is it kind of i kind of think it is Gets me every time. <laughs> Joan still. Noah Galvin. He deserves all the love. He was so good in it. Oh, I loved so him in the movie. <laughs> He's so good. Theater camp. Yes. Um, my seventh favorite film of the year is The Fishbowl or La Pesera, which is a Puerto Rican film. It premiered at Sundance. Fortunately, has not gotten a release in the States, but I've seen it three times now and I adore it. It's about a woman who finds out that her cancer is back. So she decides to go back to be with her mother. And in the process, she starts helping people on the island of Vieques, which is a municipal island in Puerto Rico. To clean up because the United States, back in the early 2000s, they were still testing 
Um, so basically, like Agent Orange and all of that was tested in Puerto Rico, and they were driven out in the early 2000s, but they still left a lot of like military equipment and residue and bombs. So the locals still clean it up. So essentially, that's what the movie is talking about. And that island has the highest percentage, uh, the highest rate of cancer in the island in Puerto Rico in general. So the entire movie is a metaphor about how colonialism is a cancer. So it's really great. <laughs> is that on like, I've heard of, is that on like any streaming or anything right now? No, I think they're trying to negotiate a deal right now. And I really All hope right. it gets a wider release because it's mm-hmm. so good. And like that director is getting so much praise right now back home. She was nominated for an award in Spain, which is the first time a Puerto Rican film gets that honor. So it's doing really well. Um, it was very beautiful. The ending mm-hmm. killed me. It, it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope more people can see it. I know that um, some critics groups got screeners, but unfortunately, nobody nominated it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I got. I don't think I got it though. But it's it's so unfortunate when movies like that, like you know, from like Sundance, when you really really like it, and then like it doesn't really get around whether like the, a, a distributor yeah. or anything like that no it's insane because the movie that you watched hannah a couple years ago uh, on, on the count of three or something like that and just it, like it's happened is to me it? quite yeah. a few times on yeah. the count of three big time adolescence and after yang all of those movies yes oh my gosh all year until they yeah. found like some sort of distribution and, and after yeah. yang is so good mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. after yang only got the release on showtime big time mm-hmm. adolescence took like a year and a half for Hulu to uh to Pick acquire it, it. Yeah. um and on the count of three I don't even think it got I don't think it, it did got, I've been looking for yeah. it it got a release but mm-hmm. I think it was very limited I remember it did get a release I just don't remember to what extent yeah mm-hmm. I remember it hit straight like you could buy it uh, yeah, yeah. Really. it got no promo which is so yeah. sad because that movie was really good they were both so good in that movie that's that was my introduction to Christopher Abbott oh wow yeah. that's crazy <laughs> I know <laughs> <laughs> that's a crazy movie i know right <laughs> i was like Ooh, who's this freaky little dude well yes <laughs> and then my sixth favorite film switching it up we're back to some silly whimsy and uh it's love at first sight on netflix with Haley lou richardson and ben hardy um yeah it's a rom-com it's sweet it's based on a book that i read in high school and I thought they adapted it really well. And I thought the chemistry was really good. And it's my favorite rom-com of the year. All right. Um, okay. So, all right. My 10 to 6. Oh, here we go. I knew Larry was going to say something. I was waiting. <laughs> um, Everyone take your side. Listen, number 10. I have been championing this movie since I've seen it. It is like the most fun I've had at a movie theater. Alec, I saw the movie with Alex and Pat from the team. They absolutely hated it, but I was like on the edge of my seat. I have the nun two. I had to put it in my top ten. I had to do it. It is like horror Avengers. It is so bad, but like I think the the lead actress turned into like Thor or something by the end of the movie. I just Listen, I had so much fun, okay? I think I came on a live show with Hannah, and I was telling her how, like, they had, like, a post-credit that's, like, Iron Man. That's, like, sets up Iron Man. (laughs) (laughs) It was, like, they call, they call, um, they call, you know, Ed and Lorraine Lauren, like, they're, like, the Avengers. I feel like, (laughs) 
I know like every in and out of the Conjuring universe just by Dwayne like telling me about it. And she's seen like two of them. Yeah, oh literally. God, One of my favorite is... pastimes is Dwayne trying to explain the Conjuring universe it is to me. So fantastic. So whenever they get that movie uh with like the nun and Annabelle versus, you know, the Warrens, like I'm going to be seated. Uh, number nine, of course, I have Scream 6. This is the final Scream movie that I'll be seeing in theaters until further notice. But, I mean, they went out on a banger for me. Hannah can kick rocks. But this movie... Was... I liked it. Oh, <laughs> God. Anyway, um, the movie was so much fun. I, this, this is the movie that I've seen the most in theaters this year. I think I've seen it like five times in the theater. And I had so much fun. I think I saw it on Peacock twice. When it came out, and then I saw it on um, 4K Blu-ray like four four more times this year. I love Scream Six, uh, Justice for Melissa Barrera because I don't know what's going on with with uh, Spyglass right now. F Spyglass, all my friends hate hate Spyglass. So um, let's just go on with that. Uh, number nine, I have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Another. <laughs> another uh, favorite theater experience from the year, <laughs> like that introduction. Once I got this movie on Blu-ray, that super fly introduction, I've seen like five. I've rewound like so many times. I forget who said that they have like this is the best on-screen chemistry. I think it was you, Larry. Larry. Um, yeah. The scene where they're just like they're just going off of each other, and they're like, and you know, just being brothers. And and and, and I think like one tweet was like, these are these these are black kids. And I howled because they so are. And I, uh, yeah, I, I just, I love, I love, 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 love this movie. Um, number seven, I have Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. This was actually my number one for a, the longest time until, like, you know, more stuff came out. Because this came out in a bit earlier in the year, if I remember. I, I think, think it was, like, yeah. March or April. Yeah. So this was, like, my number one for a long time. Um, and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. One of my... I love Edge of Seventeen, so of course this is going to be another. I love these kind of um, coming of age films and whatnot. So I thought it was really good, and I um, I've been wanting to watch it again. I've only seen it twice, but I had the Blu-ray, you know, Black Friday bought, and I can't wait to watch it again. And I loved it. And lastly, my number six, I do have Past Lives. Uh, Past Lives was just a great film to watch. I watched it actually like. Um, I watched it in a row. So I, I I started it in like the morning. They they sent me the screener and then I bought the Blu-ray because I wanted to watch it more clearly on the screen. So I watched it again and I just, I love the movie. I love the ending. Like Larry said, it's one of those endings that you, you expect one thing to happen throughout the entire movie and they do the complete opposite. Kind of reminds me of like what every, what a lot of people wanted to happen with, um, with uh, Gamora and uh, Star-Lord and Guardians 3 this year. And it, it kind of happens in this movie too, where like it doesn't really, the relationship that you think is going to end up doesn't really end up and things just kind of go separate ways. And I really I really think that's that made the movie stronger. So yeah, Past Lives is my number six. Um, all right, so let's go into our number five to our number two favorite movies of the year. I'll start with you, Larry. You're number five to number two. All right, kicking off my top five, I have probably the most divisive film of 2023, and that is Saltburn. I'm sorry, Let's get it. I loved it. Let's I... get it. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I had such a good time watching Saltburn, basically from start to finish. The cinematography is stunning. The editing is amazing. The production design is also amazing. And the acting is fantastic. So I think all of those things, we should all be able to agree on at least. Um, but... <laughs> Oh, just I'm oh. editing. Yeah, okay. Ooh, Hannah. Hannah's always talking about somebody's editing. Like, Hannah always about? doing weirdness about the editing. Girl, I know. The editing was so good in this movie. I don't know what Hannah was Listen, watching. I would have agreed with you up until the last, like, some of the best though. transitions of the year. Yeah, some of the let most her know. creative the cool last stuff. Minutes oh. makes my mm. head hurt. Yeah, <laughs> good. Say it again, so good. Yeah, um. I think people read too much into messaging. That's coming from me, I know. Um, but I just, I'm like, do we need it to be all that? I don't think so. And I'm ready to just get down and dirty in the uh, fluid-filled bathtubs, the blood-soaked <laughs> hands and panties, um, and the dirt-filled um, penises it's all good so i, I had the blast with like no shame Oops, lord i mean Dwayne. Dwayne is yes, a mess sir. um <laughs> barry gives probably my favorite performance from him to date he's still uh, look i know hannah's gonna be like oh animal blah blah barry play just an average doe next i need to see if it's possible for real for real because i'm not convinced listen you need to watch American Animals. See, you need, I knew very, I knew what she was going to say. I'm serious. He's very normal in that movie. Up. He is literally like the normal guy in the movie. And didn't nobody talk about him, so he must not be good at it. Uh, wrong. Nobody, listen, nobody talked about American Animals, period. So, get it right. Um, get it right. Oh, Jacob and Lordy, I'm in love. Um, and Rosamund Pike is mother period like mm-hmm. she just the the she was off the scales in this movie with everything i think it's fun it's ridiculous yes and that's why i loved it so saltburn and number five and number four i have godzilla minus one I'm a lifelong Godzilla fan. I have the big old Criterion here. I love me, my Gojira, my Kaiju King, and, oh, God, what a movie for him to come back on. This was just everything I could have wanted as a Godzilla fan. Honestly, this is, like, everything you want in a good blockbuster period the special effects are amazing godzilla is at his most terrifying in some time mm-hmm. i think shin godzilla is just terrifying looking specifically <laughs> and he's oh, pretty yeah. terrifying too uh but this no, one is ugly. scary no, ugly. uh he's but the- he ain't cute like in the <laughs> godzilla versus kong like he's, name, he's- though <laughs> in, in like godzilla versus kong movies or like you know this universe he's he's like i don't know Cool he's, he's he's a handsome Godzilla. Godzilla, I said Godzilla. He's handsome. Godfilla. I feel like, <laughs> but like, and and uh, minus one, he's like literally terrifying. I don't yeah, know. And it's so good. The human story is like this really great anti-war message about human life and the meaning of human life and survivor's guilt. Obviously, playing a huge part on our main character. 
uh, honestly, that third act is really what like just solidified, solidified my love for it. There's this speech about, you know, how government just plays willy nilly with people's lives. And we're not going to do that in this battle that I thought was extremely moving, but really just took me back to like literally the OG original Godzilla. This is like showing him as a metaphor, as a representation of post-World War II uh, radiation <laughs> destruction <laughs> of Japan. And that's what he, he is here to do. And it just, everything about it works so well. I loved Godzilla minus one. All right. And number three, I have another film that obviously, obviously a lot of people loved because it's still the biggest movie of the year, but also it's definitely had its blowback and, you know, it's kind of the, the popular movie to hate now. Mm-hmm. And I still love it. And that's Barbie. Um, I understand oh, number three. Yeah, I understand people's problems with the screenplay. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just don't care about them. The, they're not, they don't mm-hmm. mean that much to me. They're not a big deal to me. I think it delivered its message how it needed to be delivered for the wide range that it was trying to cover from like obviously a younger audience that you're trying to appeal to with Barbie up to an older audience that the movie is a little bit more catered to by and large. I think the acting performances once again are fantastic. Although Ryan Gosling's gotten the like main praise. I think he's fantastic, but I also think Margot is equally as deserving of all of the praise because she's amazing in this film the best production design of the year some of the best costumes of the year uh the soundtrack is a bop for the most part i i love it and again it all comes together strikes this perfect balance for me it's funny it's fun it's like a good time at the movies and then it hits you with like these really emotional moments that worked so well like that final montage in the third act just (laughs) hits as hard as almost anything i've seen in film 2023 so this one is tied i saw this and another movie that i'll talk about next actually four times at the movie Mm -hmm. theaters and each time i saw both of them i just like picked up more things that i loved about them so and i'm surprised you loved it so much because this is the movie that we saw in san diego first and the movie that Larry had to bring in like five items. Yeah. Of- <laughs> I was juggling. Um, oh my God. I felt so bad. I was juggling. Hannah was texting Kayla- me. She said, Drop the food. The movie started. <laughs> Kayla went to the wrong theater. Like, oh, it was crazy. It was wild. Oh, yeah. And that's going to Hannah, Hannah and her fan. Oh, it was crazy. Hannah had some paper. I don't remember what paper she had, but it she was, was swinging that thing. It was one of my bills. <laughs> Swing in it like <laughs> her arm was moving. Give it to me. Yeah, it was it was a wild theater going experience. <laughs> Right before, invest in some air conditioning, please. Go no ahead. bullshit. What is going no, on? That was wild and. Uh, honestly, for okay, I know it's not LA, but you're still in California, San Diego. Why are the theaters here in Denver like stutting on y'all? Like our yeah. theaters are so much nicer than those theaters. Boston too. Hold on now, because oh your theater, those seats at San Diego, they had each theater had like stains on them. We were like, struggling. We uh, look. All right, I know right. we're not talking about Oppenheimer, but you know we're Barbenheimering it. Me right. and Wayne hyped up IMAX so much to Hannah, For Hannah. Oh, yeah. of that Oppenheimer, and we walked in and we're like, oh fuck. 
Like, uh, this is not like the IMAX where I go to. I'm gonna tell you that, Hannah. This is uh, not where I stay. <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, yeah, so we had to eat crow. We were like, oh, ooh, okay. Uh. <laughs> but, you know, good times. Look at us. And then we went and watched Talk to Me. That was also kind of a mess, too, but that was more because of the refs letting us yeah. in. Uh, it, was a, it was a hectic night at the movies between Barbie and Talk to Me. But. <laughs> Mind you, just a little one more thing. We had like maybe 20, 30 minutes in between the movies to get to the other movie. Yeah, <laughs> so man. we were like hauling ass. Yeah. Kayla was holding my Barbie in my Barbie car. Oh my God. Yeah, I remember this. That was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. It was a crazy night. All right. Well, at number two for this list, I have my other film that I saw four times at the theater, including that time we've already talked about leaving Comic Con to go watch it. I have Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Let's get it. Uh, uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty much, I don't know, a perfect movie for me across the board. Mm-hmm. The animation is just as stunning as the first film, continues mm-hmm. to push the envelope. I loved that we got that full arc with Gwen Stacy in this movie and her story really kind of got to shine, but it was not at the expense of Miles and his story and his development, which also got equal time and opportunity to shine, which I think they really balanced so well while introducing us to new characters that we instantly fell in love with like obviously our boy Miguel O'Hara hey Oscar Isaac what's up (laughs) Um, also obviously Spider-Punk played amazingly well by Daniel Kaluuya the action was amazing I thought the scenes with Miles and his mom specifically both of them like he has the one scene we saw in the trailers where they're talking before he leaves with Gwen and then he has kind of this coming out scene in the final act of the movie that I thought both were just, oh, they're so good. Um, yeah, it's amazing. There's very little I didn't love about this film. Mm-hmm. I need that third one, like, yesterday. Thanks. Isn't it crazy how they were like, <laughs> yeah, it's going to come out in March. Girl. I was like, last year, no, no, this year, I was like, man, if you're going to do these, like, part twos leading right into the next one. Please just make sure that the other one's done. We used to get on like a Mar- Marvel and like Disney, but at least like they didn't have us waiting four years <laughs> after Infinity War because that would have been crazy. Like it was a year exactly, babe. Yeah. Like, so I mean, come on now. That's that's we're not getting this for like twenty twenty six. Now, so. now give your animators the time and the money and all the resources they need. We're not saying no, that nice. now. Don't pull what you pulled apparently with. Across the Spider Verse, we can yeah, act cool. a little bit more responsibly with them. Yeah. This next one, we don't need fifty different cuts of it. So every time somebody sees it in the movie, we don't know which version we're getting. We don't need all that. Just give us, give us a good product and, and pay and treat your people right. <laughs> yes, agreed. Um, all right, Josie, let's go to you. Your number five to your number two. Hello, twenty-three. <laughs> Hello. My fifth favorite movie of the year is Sanctuary. Let's get it. Ooh, yes. Hannah is shook. These top fives mm-hmm. are quaking, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I tried get to it. love Sanctuary. Nah, let's get it, Josie. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Zachary Wigan. It just, I hope I pronounced that correctly. <laughs> um, It just follows <laughs> Margaret Qualley and Christopher Abbott being freaky little fellas. Um, freaky little fellas. <laughs> <laughs> my fourth favorite movie is... Listen, this movie spoke to me. 
um, Asteroid City. <laughs> I like. Oh. I really like. I, I don't know what's going on with Larry and these O's. I like the Asteroid City. <laughs> <a lot>. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it a lot. I don't. I, don't I really it. love Asteroid City, directed by Wes Anderson. For people that don't know, it just follows a an entire ensemble characters that are dealing with like a very cute little alien and <laughs> quarantine but also a play within a play and a whole lot of nonsense it's very wes anderson and it's like return to form for him i think <laughs> honestly people didn't love french dispatch and mm-hmm. you know it's he's had misses for the people that absolutely love wes anderson and i feel like uh astrid city was a lot of people coming back and being like oh yeah he's yeah still, he's still got the sauce <laughs> i love french dispatch but also i saw it can so i am a shill but asteroid city for me was it just hit a very 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 necessary special spot in my heart and it just it's a reflection of his form of himself as a director but also uh i believe he worked on this during quarantine and you can tell that this is a pandemic film without necessarily being a pandemic film. So I thought it was carefully handled and just very insightful and thoughtful. And it just has so many moments that feel like a dagger to the heart, just like, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Wait, speaking of Wes Anderson real quick, one of my mm-hmm. uh, honorable mentions would have been the wonderful, um, yes, <laughs> the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. I should have said that, but I did. It's fantastic. Amazing. Loved it. Yeah, please. Sorry. And Dev Patel was so good in it. Dev Patel, my beloved. We need more. Bring him back. Okay, uh, my third one, I always issue a disclaimer because technically this was a 2022 release, but it wasn't released in the States until 2023. I saw it in a theater in 2023, beginning of the year, so I'm counting it. Anyone that wants to fight me, let's meet in the yard. Um, <laughs> oh my! What's going on? Oh goodness! <laughs> um, Emily by Francis O'Connor, which was at TIFF. I just think it's so good. I bought the DVD because it was nowhere to stream. I I was desperate and I needed this movie. So yes, uh, I watched it at like a, almost a midnight screening, and it was the best experience of my life, and it has remained in my heart since then. I think it's such a wonderful film. It follows Emily Bronte, but it's kind of fictitious. Not a lot of what happens in the film. It's not a biopic. Uh, there's a lot of made up nonsense. There's a lot of things that actually didn't happen and aren't truthful to her story. But boy, the gothicness, the periodness. <laughs> <laughs> The chemistry between the lead actress and the love interest, delightful. Emma McKay, Emma Mackey, Oliver Jackson Cohen, I'll send you a check. I don't know why. I guess pay. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you. I don't know. It was so good. It was so good. Delightful. This is chemistry. <laughs> so good, delightful. This is chemistry. What a line. <laughs> <laughs> school is in session we're in high school again um, <laughs> um my second favorite movie of the year is uh spider-man across the spider-verse let's get it yellow hair is but yes <laughs> period <laughs> um what else can i say uh this movie makes me cry every single time i watch it mm-hmm. mm. 
I don't, I don't know what else to say. I'm excited for Beyond the Spider-Verse. I think this is, again, so thoughtful, so insightful. Alois Anderson, copy-paste. But also, I think it's so careful with the story it's trying to tell. It's so funny. I don't know what else to say that hasn't been said already. But again, as echoing Larry, the conversation between Miles and his mom right before he leaves, like projecting in my brain 24-7, that's what I go to sleep to. (laughs) (laughs) Chef's kiss. Across the Spider Verse, let Hannah know it was too. Yo, I was gonna say, low key, Hannah, the one Mm -hmm. who really said F Spider Verse on her ranking. It's six. Jesus, (laughs) it's still there. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man, let her know it's too. It's too low. Um, all right, Hannah, let's go to you. Your five to two. All right, my five to two is. Ah, shit. Stop. <laughs> My number five is the holdovers. Um, oh, that's fair. That's fine. Alexander that's fair. Payne, you're going to hell, and I hate you, and you're disgusting, man. Um, so I'm glad I didn't support this in the theater, actually. Um, Wait, but what happened now? Whoa, what? He's, he's a rapist. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, mixed signals. What's going on? Hannah, Hannah knows everybody's tea. Hannah's wild. <laughs> I listen. I found this out after I watched the movie. I mm-hmm. had no idea. I'm not Wait, like what? an Alexander Payne girly or anything like that. But oh. yeah. Um, Why Hannah always <laughs> know all this business? That's what I'm oh. saying. <laughs> but anyway, I'm actually, uh, low key shocked this isn't higher. I. It was higher, and then I rewatched some of my other ones, and I had mm-hmm. to shuffle my list around. Um, That's what I've I did seen too. The holdovers uh... once, so, but yeah, the holdovers was just a really beautiful experience that I had this year. Um, it's one of those movies where you like you're having fun for all of it, and you don't like realize how like emotionally invested you are until like the last ten minutes. And there's a scene towards the end. It's just an exchange between two characters, and it literally just hit me all at once. And I was like, oh. <laughs> um and also it like it had one of those moments where um there's a moment in short turn 12 that um it's just like a flash of an image and it just it takes your heart and throws it to the ground and stomps on it um there's something that happens in that movie in this movie uh like that and it's it's gonna stay with me for so long and i haven't stopped thinking about it but yeah i love the holdovers um Number four is my family, my my favorite family, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy oh, three, um, my babies. God. This is the most I cried at a movie this Jesse year. Shit, <laughs> uh, so am I. Honestly. I'm so okay. sorry. Why I... are you bringing me into this? <laughs> because I, I saw your Marvel ranking, Josie. I have the evidence. I'm being polite. <laughs> I'm being polite. Uh, Larry, Larry got everybody's Marvel tea. Cause... Right. Um. <laughs> No, this is my favorite MCU movie. I adore this movie. I think it's perfect. It is the most I cried in the theater this year. I went and seen this three times. I bawled my eyes out every single time. It's my favorite ending of the year. Um, yeah, it's it's everything to me. James Gunn, I hate you, but you did this one thing. Um, <laughs> my number three is my sons. My sons. Um, 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, my babies, literally, <laughs> the cute, when I say Dwayne was sitting right next to me, I knew this was going to be in my at least top three, the moment oh, I saw 20 minutes of this at Comic-Con, Dwayne was sitting right next to me when it happened, I was watching, I was having a good time, as soon as they showed the little baby turtles, I started bawling my eyes out, it was, I was terrible. Shook. <laughs> no, I was like, what is going on over here? <laughs> It must be that it must be the weather or something because this is crazy. <laughs> it got me so bad. It was the scene of them looking up at like Times Square or something. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is crazy." It was. It was Mikey. He was looking through the sewer, and I said, "Ooh." <laughs> and it got me every single. It has gotten me every single time I watched it since then. I've watched this movie so much this year. It literally made me go back and watch all of the um, anime anime. Two of the year is Killers of the Flower Moon. This was my favorite of the year for a long time. Um, and only just recently it was dethroned. Um, Martin Scorsese, I love you. I think this movie is so beautiful and so just like I read the book in preparation to go watch it. And I think like reading the book and then watching this, it's just such like a beautiful, like um companion kind of piece to it almost. Uh it's so different from the book because the book is very like um just an outside perspective of it and then to go to this and have um lily gladstone's character really be so um you see everything through her eyes really i just i adored it and i don't care that it's three and a half hours long it doesn't feel like three and a half hours long i think it loses an hour like halfway through it um it's my it's probably my second favorite ending of the year uh i sat in that theater and i just watched the entirety of the credits because i was just so stunned um i know your yeah. bladder was going crazy it, <laughs> dude Pause. Dwayne Pause. and Larry know firsthand. <laughs> One thing about me, I'm gonna have to pee. Um, <laughs> so sitting through that movie, holy shit! Um, but I did it. I did it for you, Martin Scorsese, because I love you. Um, and I, 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 I keep going back and forth on Team Emma and Team Lily for uh, actress, but I'm glad that they are the front runners this year because either way, we are getting a oh, great win. No. I know where your number one is. That's crazy. Yo, Hannah, I'm actually shit. Oh. Hannah is like the only one with a lot of these like awards. Like, I feel right. like I always am though. Mad like basic. her top two are not on anybody else's list. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, take your ass to LA with that. Yeah, everybody loves them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I love how I'm just speaking for Josie. Like, I just know <laughs> what Josie's number one is, but I'm pretty positive it ain't Killers of the Flower Moon. And what? I know it's not what your number one is, Hannah. Because sure, <laughs> I, I know what Hannah's is. We did, me and Dwayne yeah. deduced it. We got Hannah's unlock. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, no, I pretend I do not see. I pretend I do not hear. I respect <laughs> that movie does not exist to me. I already had enough trouble on the internet. <laughs> Listen, I I will say with my number one. Whenever we get to it, I was defending everybody. You're the like only the one movie. I respect because oh. you, you you started up a conversation with me, and I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Yeah, that Twitter. I mean, we'll get to it. But that that shit was crazy, man. I'm like, this is not this is not just, for real, bro. Preface. I, just very a very quick thoughts on it. <laughs> I think it's very weird as a woman to tell other women how to feel about movies that they're seeing know, that are made for women to consume. I yes. just it's very weird. I guess sometimes it, misogyny is hard to let go. Yes. That, it's very it's very it's very true because it's like 
there's a lot of movies that are that are made that are like about black people and it's and sometimes it's made about it's made from black people i'm like i don't i have a problem with this and i got like i got like a lot of blowback um on from from industry inside industries like executives and stuff from my absolute distaste of like antebellum when that movie came out and i was like people were just like oh but it was made by a like a black person and i was like bro i don't care this shit was terrible bro and it's not good for us at all and that's kind of how what was going on with poor things that's all i've seen online um regarding the vitriol the vitriol i just did not even i was like man i'm just gonna stay my little letterbox and then move on when it comes to poor things, so I don't know what was going on with that. But um, is that everybody's fighter too? Is that it? Well, yes, just you. Okay, my number five is the same exact number five as Larry's, and that is Salt Burn. Now I get yes! it. Yes, <laughs> I get it. Like everybody's like, oh my god, um, Emerald Fennel needs to put down a pen. I understand, but like I don't agree. At least for this, I did not like promising young good women director. Yeah, I didn't like Promising Young Young Woman, but I did love this. I don't know. The vibes was just there. I watched it at work, and it gave me, like, extra five hours to live at work. (laughs) (laughs) Work work that day was absolutely dreadful. Honestly, you guys are making me want to watch it. Yes. You haven't seen it yet? No, she hasn't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, now watch it again. No, yeah. watch it again. Watch it again. <laughs> no, watch it again. Um, it was fantastic. I loved it. I loved it. I saw. The, I mean, the ending was like it, nothing was really surprising for me. I kind of saw that coming in my other way, but the lead up to it, I thought was really earned, and I thought it was a lot of fun. And it's trippy and nasty and gross. And Barry Keoghan, that's my mm-hmm. Joker. That's it. All right. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> number four, I have the Ops. Now, initially, Oppenheimer. I like when we first saw it in San Diego. It was like three in the morning, and we didn't had a long ass day. And I don't know why we decided to do that. You know, but <laughs> also um, the theater was hot once again. The theater was hot, and people were tired. We were all just sleepy eyed. It was Sunday, so we had like all of Comic Con that we got through, but. Uh, I will say once we watched, once we like talked about it, I think it was like the last day for, uh, you know, before leaving Comic-Con, it was just me, Larry and Hannah. And we had talked about it. Yeah, we had talked about it uh, doing the review. And then like during the review, it was like when my when my uh, opinion on it was changing heavily. And Larry was like mad at Hannah and I because we were like gushing on that review. And um, and then I got home. I was, you know, bright eyed, bushy tailed on a Thursday and I watched it again in IMAX and I loved it. Um, now, that is a three hour movie that that flies by. I don't know about that, about that other one, but Oppenheimer is definitely one that flies by in my eyes. But um, yeah, I think Oppenheimer Shame. is just great. <laughs> no, I'm um, I am shook. If you would have told me that Dwayne has Oppenheimer higher than Hannah on their end of the year list, I would not ops. have believed you. Well, and then I watch it again at home. I mean, it's just a, it's just a, it's, 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 it's a spectacle, and I love it. Um, number three, I have a movie that hasn't been mentioned yet, but I have the Iron Claw. I absolutely love this movie. Um. After movie fan, I'm a wrestling fan, so putting those two together um, is usually always a good kind of thing for me. And this one was very much more harrowing and 
scary as far as like what happens to the Von Eric family in real life that you know that's portrayed in the movie and I thought it was great I think Zach it's Zach Efron's best performance of his career and I thought it was just a fantastic movie um and I can't wait to watch that again and then yes and then what wait hold on now What's the High School one? Musical 3. Listen, listen, I'm sure he's that. great in the Iron Claw, but I'm sure does he, don't he do, this, do Scream in the Iron Claw? No. Hannah. <laughs> does he sing Can I Have This Dance? No. Hannah, <laughs> I need you to stop. Okay. You just don't uh, get it. <laughs> <laughs> number two, I have oh. another film that was number one for a long, long time until it was booted out by a very un from unparticular movie but i have spider-man across the spider-verse i mean Woo! it's just it's just it's like the perfect spider-man movie for me and it just everything about it just works even i'm usually not a fan of like oh let's end it off a cliffhanger leading into the next film but the way it's done and the twist and turns at the end of the movie is just so perfectly done and I just the messaging in the story regarding Miles and um, I'm just so glad that this is the movie that really well this is the franchise that put like Miles Morales on the map for a lot of people who didn't know of him and then throughout the years since Spider-Verse in 2018 like Miles has become like a staple for Spider-Man and a staple for Marvel heroes and um, yeah this movie does a great job at continuing that legacy for Miles and I cannot wait for Beyond the Spider-Verse. So um, Across the Spider-Verse is my number two. All right. Now we are at number one. We're going to do Hannah's last. So let's go to you, Larry. Your number one movie of 2023. All right. So for this list, I decided we are going to put as my favorite film of the year. I know Wayne talked about it a little bit earlier. But I have Nimona. Oh my God, I, really? I adore wow. it. Wow. <laughs> it's another movie that I had maybe a couple of gripe here, a gripe there with. But by and large, I just love everything about it. It's another one of those films that implements a really unique animation style, which again, I just think we can't talk enough about even even like finally Disney this year um, breaking out of their generic animation style. Uh, you know, say what you will about the rest of the film, but at least the animation in Wish was like something new and different for Disney. Mm -hmm. So it can't be overstated like what into the Spider-Verse has done to really like invigorate the animation scene and Nimona was just another one of those this year that implemented a really cool animation style if you know me you know I'm a sucker for fantasy and I loved what they did with like integrating the high fantasy elements into this modern like futuristic setting i really love like cyberpunk with like fantasy yeah. it was so great it was, it was really cool but yet it was like medieval with knights mm -hmm. and kings and queens and stuff i love namona as a character i thought she was so fun some of possibly chloe grace moretz like best performance in years for sure um she was mm -hmm. great I in it yeah <laughs> it's been Wait, a while it's been a while 
I always forget how like long ago 2018 was. Like, yeah, I know. I was like, that's five years, girl. It's yeah. been a while since we got that I, performance. I, said, I go, yeah, I love her in Suspiria. It hasn't been that long. Girl's been five years. <laughs> and she quit. And she quit acting for like a year, I think. Um, I forget which year, but it was like 2019, 2020, where she quit yeah. acting. So that's great. And she, I'm glad she got to do this role as well, because obviously, you know, she's done other queer roles in her in her time, but uh, getting to do this, that's so laden with so many different things. Obviously, Nimona themselves being this allegory for like the trans experience and the authors of the uh, original novel, obviously they are a trans person, a trans author. So I just think that they really executed that so well having two gay knights as our hero and an antagonist of the film was really awesome and making you still care about their relationship even though one half of the relationship was like standing in the way of what you want to happen of them still like the entire movie i was like begging them to get back together and like find a middle ground (laughs) um the villain twist is obviously pretty predictable, but once again, especially when you get to animation, um, trying to s- put that net on as big of an audience as possible, you know, mm-hmm. they don't they don't too often go ham with like twists and turns. <laughs> I don't know. I it's kind of turned into my comfort movie of the year, a movie I could just watch over and over again. I love it. I love these characters. Some of my favorite characters of the year. And yeah, that's why I decided uh, to put Nimona as my number one for this ranking here. Period. I love Nimona. You're the one that made me watch it. I know. I'm still hounding Hannah. So if you're listening to this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to like it. Hannah Twitter Twitter army, bug her, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You'll like it. I know I will. I think the issue is is Ooh. i started anatomy of fall last night and oh. i was like this might be the last movie i watch of the year and i don't necessarily want this to be the last movie i watch, watch the them not, not because i wasn't liking it it was just it, it's it's not it's not like a, a happy movie <laughs> no it's not yeah, fun anatomy yeah. of the fall is very not so fun. i think yeah. tonight i i might watch yeah. nimona i was in my mind telling myself do i think it, i would watch nimona no i like I told Hannah because she had, you know, the response to Maestro that it was not good. Uh, And it's certainly not a good, it's not a good (laughs) queer movie. That's for sure. uh, Despite being about a gay person. I can't believe people aren't talking about that more. I feel like a lot of people are just, (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't want to go on a tangent. But like, I can't believe that people are like focusing so much on just like Bradley Cooper and like the direction of it itself. Instead of actually talking about what the movie like promised people and what Bradley Cooper has like, uh, uh, market it market it i don't it even to know me. what it promise i just know that it's messy well everybody I, was like they know. didn't he like didn't even kiss anyone he didn't even like kiss another man on the lips his whole movie. like press tour for it has been about like this man's queerness and his identity and hearing all this and especially in that like actors on actors interview that he did with emma stone i was like actually kind of excited to watch the movie uh and then i watched the movie and i was like wow this is like very yeah that's bad it's it. <laughs> crazy anyway yeah. so i was like girl yeah watch maestro and then hop over to demona because i think you'll appreciate the no, just wait. even outside of just like the lead characters like the on-screen character it's literally like just seeping through the entire script the like allegories Wait. and the meaning Wait. and everything. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, we gotta say something straight. If we're looking for a queer movie along the lines of what he's promising, just send people right over to all of the strangers because what on earth? Yeah. Ooh, well, bloop. Because <laughs> also, like, uh, Carrie Mulligan's character is supposed to be Latina, so. Wow. And Bradley oh. Cooper's supposed to be Jewish, and he's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. See, I just see some of some of the Oscar bays. I just like. I'm not. I'm just. I don't. I just don't get to. There's a reason I just don't get to him because I'm like, no, I don't know. Um, We've already given you look. If you want to, I'm queer. Watch Nimona. Watch Red, White, and Royal Blue. Watch All of Us Stranger. There's plenty of queer greatness from this year. I say even Rustin. Also, Theater Camp. Theater Camp. Rustin is good. Rustin. Coleman Domingo deserves that nomination. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, if we're talking like a biopic, an Oscar prestige biopic, pass by Maestro and go straight to Rustin. Also, Mm -hmm. sir, Gal Garcia Bernal and and Cassandra. They're they're all there. Um, Bradley, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, Judge Judy looking ass, Carrie Mulligan. Mm -hmm. Leave my goat alone. Chill on Bradley, you. He mad. They, they got him mad. We are Who all said it? Yeah, yeah, Hannah the said of the Academy in 2019. <laughs> I need to leave my go. He oh, mad. Yeah, if you would have just gave him his rightful oh, Oscar man. instead of Rami Malik, oh, but nah. nah. He mad after that. For another problematic queer representation role. <laughs> he said I needed oh, I'm that. So sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, number one, uh Josie, let's go to you. You're number you're number one. Can you guess what it is? I actually don't know. I feel like I supposed It's one to that's know. been on mine and Dwayne's list. Is yeah, it? Dwayne, what the heck? Yeah, it's been on both of our lists. It's something she saw at Sundance. I'm blanking. Well, technically I saw it in twenty twenty two. Oh, Ooh. I forgot. You thought like a test screening. Yeah, right? and I couldn't talk about it for a year. So let's get into it. My number one is Past Lives. Oh, Past Lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, period. <laughs> 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 I've been waiting over a year to talk about it. So how can I not put it as my number one? Um, mm-hmm. It's my favorite movie of the year. I think it's well-directed. It's well-written. The performances are so good. Uh, no disrespect to the Iron Claw, but I do stand by this. If I saw this at a test screening in 2022 and was wondering what the heck A24 was doing with this, and then they released it in 2023, rightfully so, they should have held on to the Iron Claw for next year. I actually agree with that. Because the Iron Claw is good, and now you have mm-hmm. both of these films competing for space, and I think yeah. they will probably get in separately for different categories. Yeah. But we could have gotten more for each. And I think, again, because some people were upset. They were like, oh, these past lives, people need to stop. And I'm like, no, think of it. It's disrespectful to your film that you're rooting for. Because honestly, Mm. this entire cast should have got an ensemble. This cast could have gotten more love, maybe in directing. And now we're competing for space. Mm -hmm. We're twins in the womb. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, anyway, I hope the Past Lives cast gets like a little bit of more love. I would love them to get an ensemble nomination, but we'll see. I think that feels like a stretch, but I think I'm confident for screenplay and directing. And the Oscars don't really matter. The movie is great regardless of its awards buzz. I, I just love it. I think it's proof that give playwrights more money to direct because Jesus Christ, this is her debut and look at it. 
Hannah, you haven't gotten to see it yet, have you? No, what's going on? No, I, this is the thing is I knew oh, no. that I wanted to watch a movie that wasn't sad as my last movie of the year. And <laughs> I know past lives is sad. I don't want to do that. <laughs> the score is so great, though. Not her saying the score is so good. Forget the sadness, the score. <laughs> the score is really good. I actually bought, uh, Etsy gave me like $5 off for no reason. I'm like, I'll take that. And one of my favorite um, artists on Etsy, they did a little graphic, like a, a painting of past lives. And I'm like, I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> um... So, anyways, best film of the year. Pathfinder is so good. It is really good. Hannah, Hannah needs to get with it. Speaking of Hannah, uh, <laughs> let's go to yours, Hannah. Um, we already uh, kind of spoiled it. Um, but <laughs> uh, my number good. one of the year is <laughs> Poor Things. Uh, I fucking love this movie so bad. Um, I'm just a Yorgos Lanthimos girl uh, in blood. Uh, he, I've loved every single one of his movies. The Killing of a Sacred Deer is in my top four of all time. Um, so I, I kind of knew that I would love this, but I didn't know that I would love it this much. Uh, I think that everyone is like on their A game in the movie. I think that it is, it, it, it does a lot that I think some other movies tried to do this year and didn't uh, really resonate with me completely. And this movie very much resonated with me. Um, I think that the ending is so great and it's so fucking funny. I think it's probably Yorgos's funniest movie. Um, even though a lot of people like, they still try and be like, Oh, like the killing your state isn't funny or the favorite isn't funny. And I'm like, you guys are weird. Um, <laughs> what? It, it's so weird. People like don't get Yorgos's comedy and they automatically just like kind of put it off as like uh dark stuff and i'm like well yeah but it, it can be funny too because i know a lot of people who argue with me on the killing of sick deer and like the lobster and dog tooth and i'm like those movies are all very funny anyway um <laughs> but i think that yorkos has kind of been on um on a streak of more accessible kind of stuff. I think that the favorite and this, while still being like very weird and very gross, um, I think that people can watch these and maybe uh, get a little more out of them um, than a killing or sacred or like a dog tooth or Alps or whatever the fuck. But yeah, um, I I can't wait to rewatch this movie. It I've only seen it the once and it still mm -hmm. like made me this excited. Uh, and I've kind of been waiting for a movie all year to get me like this excited not to say that you know there hasn't been movies that i've been jazzed about but uh watching this movie it literally just felt like i had that buzz um <laughs> yeah i i fucking love this movie it's everything to me i should have made hannah go to the theater for this or something it's my fault <laughs> it is it is your fault <laughs> it's my fault y'all well if if you made me go to the theater i wouldn't have seen it and my number one still would have been a movie that you don't like so Oh. Wait, what would have been killers? Oh. Yeah, like watch some other stuff, like <laughs> for real. This is too much. My next. Yo, Hannah, did you know that this was like on Dwayne's worst list? Oh my god, you gave it three it was, stars. This is my honorable mentions. It was. It was one of my most. Mentions. It was. It's because it's one of my most disappointed of the year. I was gonna say, Dwayne and Alex are very unserious beings when it comes to their letterbox because they they will go in the chat and be like, "Oh my god, I hated it," and then I'll go to their letterbox and it's like a three star. And I, I'm like, I did not, 
Alex put on a dishonorable mention too. Okay, okay, but you want to know what's the biggest betrayal? I literally showed it to my roommate, and here I was. She's agreeing with me on everything, and then she gives it five stars. (gasps) I walked to my room. (laughs) I felt so betrayed. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna cough. Josie thought she I, had another warrior for the cause. And I was they were like, so nah. upset. No, because for the longest time, honestly, every single person spoke so highly of this film, and I felt insane. I felt like I was literally going insane. And then some people, like when I finally like said something, when all that drama went out, a lot of people started DMing me like, "You're so right," and I'm like, oh, "I'm not alone." <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. This is a movie where it. To me, at least, the response has been more divisive than, like, uh, the favorite or, you know, even the lobster. Um, I do think, like, the Killing Oyster Deer and Alps and, you know, some other stuff. I love his work. My favorite is the favorite, not to be redundant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's mine, too. Um, It's the best. That's a classic. (laughs) But uh, Such a good screenplay. It is. But this, um, it's like, it's one of those movies where I understand the complaints 100%. And I, to a degree, I would agree um, with, you know, the major complaints that people have with it. Mm Mm-hmm. But Ooh, I think uh, that shit. those <laughs> those things that people uh-huh. are complaining about are actually things that I really love about it. Um, okay. But it's things that I understand. Uh, and it's not things that I think mm, are right. wrong when people bring them up um, because it, it's kind of like objective uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. things about the movie. But like I said, it, they just really work for me. And in the yeah. end, I think the movie is yeah. a lot, offers a lot more and is a lot smarter than some people are giving it credit for. But yeah. That's, yeah, that's my good. biggest issue was the response to it, especially out of NIF, our first screening. Everyone was like, oh, this out Barbied Barbie. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Barbie defender. Clearly, I didn't mention it during this entire evening. But come on, <laughs> don't be saying like it out Barbie Barbie, a literal woman that has the number one biggest release of the year for the first time ever. I also just think they're very different in their messaging. Yeah. Like it's definitely they both definitely have like feminist ideas. Um, but even then at the end of the day, they're not trying to have the same message. Yeah. <laughs> it's very also, odd to me that people are I just can't it. get over the baby brain and the fully matured body. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I just think it's a little weird that we like sexualized and infantilized yeah. person right from the get-go like i don't know i saw somebody say how that one guy is like such a good guy and i was like mm, he's trying well, see, to like marry and sexually sneak his way it. in i don't know it was weird but because i think the movie itself I'm, i don't want to get into it but i do think the movie itself acknowledges that they're like oh he's a good everything guy is happening to her is wrong um but then people walk out of the movie and they say, say something like that and i'm like oh that's Ooh. not um, but yeah <laughs> yeah my, again my biggest my biggest like I said, thing the response to the movie has been yeah. No, the response. My biggest is thing curious. is the response. It just makes me want to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I haven't talked about it that much on Twitter. Is because I just I to me yeah, yeah, at least yeah. I know I in my mind I know what the movie is and I know that uh, my thoughts on it and how I yeah. uh, feel about the criticisms that people have with it. Like Larry just now, I. I agree, but I do think the movie knows that and acknowledges it, um, and that's why I love it. But then we have people walking out of the movie who, you know, spin it in their brains, and everything's up to interpretation for sure, but I'm like, I don't know how you walk in the movie and feel like that. Anyway. People yeah. are wild, and that's, like, the suckiest thing. Like, we're sitting here talking. Of course, we razz each other, but... Um, <laughs> no, it just sucks when, like, 
I don't know. You feel like you can't even talk about movies because yeah, what <laughs> because a certain act. people go online and just turn the conversation into like this craziness, this like toxic thing. They don't have like a genuine discussion with the film and turn it into this like wretched thing. So you can't even you can't even get back and forth with like I understand where you're coming from or this or that. No, because it just turns into like this rancid thing, and it sucks when it's like a huge platform that does it right off the bat and then. It, yeah. it, it, like it completely ruins the whole thing when a Especially, big platform opens the door. Yeah, Especially I think it's mostly people made it personal. <laughs> yeah, uh, almost sounds like Twitter is a horrible app. Is what you're saying? Well, Mary. I mean, but sometimes it can be fun. <laughs> horrible because I don't know. But then we have Hannah literally on here. She just be swinging on people for no damn reason. I don't know what's going on with that girl. She just be coming for the folks. There was a tweet yesterday, I think, that I saw of Hannah, and <laughs> she just just randomly just called out some movie. I was like, "What? What did the what movie? Movie? It was a movie or somebody? It was a person or a movie? It was one of those." Look, I, was, I always like, say it. Why does? Happened? Josie and Hannah always be on the opposite sides, I feel like, of everything these days. Like, every single movie. I was I was seeing that in their Marvel rankings. If one of them had it, like, top five, the other one of them had it, bottom five. And then I'm pretty sure Miss Josie loves her at Joseph Quinn. Hannah will just swing on Joseph for no oh, reason out of the clear baby. blue. Hannah just swings on him. Like, nobody's even <laughs> thinking about Stranger Things or Joseph Quinn. And out the, out the side of your oh, eye, you're like, what? Baby. My enemy when he replaced Barry Keoghan in Gladiator. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, but also, can we have a moment of silence? Yeah. Today is the last day I can use my Joseph Quinn calendar. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the calendar. No, yeah. it's Puerto Rico, I'm right? Scouring him. Yeah. I'm scouring him. It's Twitter. I'm tired of these damn these mess these like messages. <laughs> These anonymous messages, I can't scroll. I got bored last night. <laughs> Hannah's wild, y'all. She's Listen, I, have, I haven't tweeted anything. I just tweeted about my little. <laughs> no, it was something that I saw. <laughs> no, it was something that was random. It was so random. I was like, what is you the know movie what, though, Maybe you? the toxic Twitter did us a favor, though, because y'all already know if Hannah's going to do one thing to type oh. or fixate. So she, they saved us because she would have been going wild about that poor things. I do know it. She would be. Like it being her favorite movie, it would be rapid fire, yeah. but I miss now she, she got to be muted. It was just Hannah tweeting about The Last of Us. That's when you knew the world was right. <laughs> <laughs> Everything was in order. The air was fresh. You were the only <laughs> thing that was popping up on my timeline. I'm like, go off, sis. <laughs> I walked outside and I started skipping every day. Like... <laughs> I found it. Look, 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 I hate House of Dragon and I haven't even watched it. Luck. Oh, what? What? Just randomly go outside and a touch. I almost, I almost got that into the chat but then i saw the follow-up tweet and i said well real I was, real i, was I had to be like it. you know what she's real for that i can't no, i can't take the falter. dog outside do something uh, i'm sorry that house of dragon got a stray because of dexter i'm sorry <laughs> um are we done oh, Dwayne. oh shit oh oh i didn't do mine yet yeah girl no come on go no. listen my number one is very <laughs> unconventional None of you guys had it. I don't think any of you guys had it in your, oh in your top ten. My number it? one is um is bottoms. I, oh, wow. I wow. Loved, 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 Joseph. loved. <laughs> I, I I saw this with Dana and she didn't want to go, but by the end of the movie, she was just enthralled in 
whatever was going on in the movie. I couldn't even tell you. I've seen it twice in theaters. I loved it. It's such a it's it's rare when like movies I feel like jacked after a movie. And I don't know why Bottoms got me that like, excited, but it did. Um and I just I loved the performances. I loved just the theme and um Marshawn Lynch, who's not an actor, was just like the funniest. He uh, is hilarious. so hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Um, I just thought he was so great. It might be like one of my one of my breakout performances of the year was from him. And uh yeah, I I just loved it. I've read I read the script so many times. It's on Script Lab if you're interested. But um yeah, I, I, I love, love, love bottoms. And I don't know where this Blu-ray is, but I'm getting annoyed because I, I want it and I don't want to go on digital. No, I want the Blu-ray. I don't know where it's at. But I loved, loved, loved Bottoms. And I can't really tell you why. I just I just thought it was great. And that's my number one. And it beat out Spider-Verse and like something else. I forget. Wow. But yeah. I, know. I, I remember when he ran into the chat when he first saw it that it beat out Spider-Verse. Me and Hannah were shook. It was yeah. gas. Absolute gas. I'm talking gasoline, fresh, <laughs> fresh into well, the. Me and uh, Dwayne and... just, we didn't vibe this year with each other's number ones. That's, that's crazy. That's right. Yeah, poor things is trash. Anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> bottoms was just. Uh, listen, I'm talking. It was like you ever turn on the oven. You know, you know when you when you have like one of those those gas ovens and you flick it on and you just smell gas right away. That's shut that's the way to go. That's what I'm talking about. It was just, it was, it was great. Um, oh, all right, that's my number one. Is that is? Are we done? Is that everybody's? We're hey. good. All right. Ayo, Itty Berry, all over these lists. Who had we the worst number one? It. Who had the worst number one and why? Tell us below. Ooh. It was Hannah. Stop bullying. I have to say, low key. I like switched. I made sure Spider Verse was number two for this list because I assumed I didn't want to have the same number one as somebody else. And then yeah, Spider Verse was number nobody's one. Number, number two one. just didn't change. My number one. I was like, oh change. damn! Like we all had. This is so much more wild. The worst Speak list. Your truth. Three out of four had the same movie, and then here all four of us have different number ones. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the worst list. I think we all had Winnie the Pooh. Awful. Just the dirt worst. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Nobody had the flash in their list, but I had the flash in mine. Sorry. I didn't see it. Awful. I decided to think about myself. <laughs> I mean, real. Just the I worst. <laughs> <laughs> Not Hannah whispering over there. <laughs> Just the worst. Um, you say something? Usually I like I can say things in my chest and be like, I had a good time. I liked it. The flash. <laughs> yeah. Um... Get that boy back in horror, Hannah, please. Please. <laughs> you don't need him in the superhero stuff, bruh. Get him back into horror. Him and him and the other dude, David F. Sandberg. For Shazam. Oh, you're talking about Andy. I was like, yes. who are you talking about? <laughs> Andy, get him back into horror, bruh. What he doing in the superhero stuff? Anyway, Bottoms is like the best movie of the year. I don't know what y'all talking about anyway. Um, all right, everyone. That is it for our uh, what is this again? Best movies of 2023. Thank you guys for joining us. Really appreciate it. Onward to 2024. Does anybody have any resolutions? I have nothing. Um, 
watch. You know what? I do have a good resolution, oh, but it's movie related. Um, I was gonna say watch more movies. I want to listen to more music in 2024. I really you already listened to too much. Listen, hold on, Linda. No, listen. I kicked my ass in a high gear this year, and I listened to a lot of albums. And it's something that I have neglected for a long time because I just like stayed in my little um what I what I know I like and I don't really like go outside of it um and this year I listened to a lot of music that I had never heard of before and a lot of music that I've been wanting to get to for a long time and I just I've really been enjoying myself uh listening to albums this year so in 2024 I want to listen to more you know Anna good for you thank you yeah, that's, something, <laughs> that's something different um anyone else have any resolutions I guess one I guess for me is to not chronically be online. It, the last few months, I've had Twitter's notifications on mute, like everything on mute, the entire app, and it's been really good. And I think, I think uh, it's allowed me to kind of have more awareness. It sounds weird, but it kind of it's allowed me to be more aware of like everything else. So when they say touch grass, I mean, I think it makes sense. It, it's it's true. Yeah. Um, because Twitter is awful. I mean, I don't, I don't get it, dude. It is one of the worst cesspools. I <laughs> only have it because the only thing I appreciate it for is, I mean, that's where I met all of you and the podcast. And that's like, you know, my film critic stuff and writing, you know, having that as a tool is helpful. But other than that, oh my God, you guys are all just fucking miserable and it's awful. I hate it. Just please. Me? Yes. No, not you, but just everybody <laughs> just... Fuck, I think I feel it. that way about TikTok. Oh my um, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I cannot do it. Maybe it's just it's the it's the like I'm getting old or something. I'm gonna be 30 next year. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But like Yeah, fuck. I can't watch my for you page. I only usually stick to just the people I follow because the for you page now TikTok is just trying to sell you stuff all the time and I'm tired. Yeah, it's like Twitter, I don't know. It's like the whole of you know, taking articles. And screenshotting them and then getting your army to like attack is like it's just fuck me, dude. <laughs> Go make some breakfast or something. Do something else. What are we doing? So I think that's my my goal. It's just, it's just not to be online as much. Um so the only thing you might see of me is like just screenwriting updates and then the podcast like stuff, and that's probably it. And then awards because of Larry, because Lauren. <laughs> Larry's in award mode, and it's too early. Larry's doing too much. Auntie Larry, back in awards <laughs> mode. I can't. I cannot. Y'all ready, <laughs> Josie? Cannot. You ready, girl? I'm excited. He's gonna start <laughs> blowing up this damn chat with all these award stuff, and I don't know. Um, Larry and Josie, y'all have any resolutions? Uh well, I, this year I'm. I didn't apply for Sundance. I'm stepping back from film criticism. I'm still going to review stuff here and there. What? But I'm not I feel that. Go- I understand that. I'm not going to go to festivals this year. I'm trying really hard. Maybe NIF. Yeah. But I want to focus more on my writing. Um, I have a couple of projects I need to work on. So I'm stepping back from the criticism. I don't blame. Because them, them festivals are expensive. Uh, and yeah, I get you. 100%. Yeah, it's time consuming. I love Sundance. It was so hard not to apply for accreditation because mm-hmm. I always love stuff that comes from out of there. But at this point, I, I, I'm just it's it's been getting very difficult, and yeah. I don't get paid to do this, so I need to prioritize. 
Uh, Larry, how about you? Anything at all? Mm, oh, not really. Come on, else. No. San Diego, year two. What's up? Lay Whoop. down and die. Oh my God! Yeah, same. <laughs> the, like, no, we're gonna live. We're gonna live. <laughs> Survive June and July when I'm just flying all over the place constantly. Yeah. Oh, going to Boston, we have a going to San wait. Diego, San Antonio. Wait, wait we have a wedding next yeah. year. We'll be we'll oh, be shit. in person convening <laughs> in Boston oh. this year. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is in Boston, Larry? And then I'm like, fuck, <laughs> your wedding? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, not Dwayne said it wasn't. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" We, we all gonna be there, all three yeah. of us, the whole I thought team. You about, yeah. I thought you were talking about Fan Expo. I was like, "Hey!" Oh my gosh, I'm gonna cry. Oh, oh man, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. I can't wait to hug all of you. No bullshit. That's not that's even. Right. That's a quick little hop and skip for you, Josie. Yeah, <laughs> that's not too far from you. Yeah, because you in NY, right? Yeah, you probably. Mm-hmm. The farthest is probably nah, cause like Kayla. Mand- Kayla, yeah, that's true. Cause she's all the way in LA. Yeah. Because Tyler's pretty close. Kayla. Tyler's in Baltimore. Uh even like Hannah's not too far. You're like East Coast still. I'm pretty kind far. Of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're kind of far. You're in the mountains. Me and yeah. me and Amanda are far shit. You and Leo too, man. Y'all oh, in the mountains. Exciting. Yeah. I'm excited to get, get oh. we're, we're gonna do one big Cinemania World, like, photo. Yeah. Everybody. We have to do a huge picture. <laughs> Everybody. Except for Hannah, of course. Anyway. anyway it's going to um, be better than the Oscar selfie. Hey. <laughs> okay. um, well, if anyone has stick, stuck around this long, congrats. This is still shorter than Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> About half the time. Less than half the time. <laughs> um, all right. With that being said, you got to joining us. My name is Dwayne. I'll go around, get everyone social medias. I'll start with you, Larry. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me over at YouTube at Chili Boy Productions. I, d- I couldn't contain myself, so I did a top 23 that will be premiering on the 1st. So if you want to see that list, it's a little bit different than this one. And the rest of my top 23, check that out. Also did worst because, you know, I'm petty and I don't subscribe to this don't post worst mess. So I did a worst and I did an animation and comic book, all of them. All the lists are there. So Chili Boy Productions on YouTube and Instagram and then Chili Boy YT on Twitter. All right, and uh, Hannah. Uh, Average Hannah on Twitter. And Josie. You can follow me at the Josie Marie on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Threads. You can also follow Film Posers at Film Posers basically everywhere. And please go listen to our last episode where we paired movies with Bad Bunny songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's so real. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah, Larry, and Josie. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.